Welcome to Low Standards and Pores, Thursday, September 30th. Broadcasting just outside of the Fort Rock City is Low Standards and Pores. It's our lovely host, Al Carpe. Hey, baby, Al, oh, how are you doing? Where might you be? I might be here. It is, might uh, be. yeah, that's kind of the way I feel. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what's, uh, what's shaking, brother? Well, I figure um, before we get into what's shaking, we probably get some uh, loose ends business out of the way here real quick. Yeah. Um, so tonight's show, I have some vague idea about talking about the new romantics from the early 80s, the, uh, basically the second British invasion, which you know took place on MTV in our homes. Yeah. Are you talking about like when you say new romantics? Is, you're not talking about the romantics from the, uh, Detroit. No, no. I'm talking about okay. like... Boy George, Duran Duran. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, okay. Those, okay. all them guys. And I figured... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't can, sure exactly. I'll when you said some... new romantics, I knew it was something. I figured it was yeah. something different. What's the up British there, invasion, The second British invasion we'll talk about. Okay. And I'm, I might actually know what I'm talking about, but I died, doubt it highly. So we've got some friends who yeah, join the show. You know, they're all good friends of the show. Fine comic timing, full of energy. They all have great taste in podcasts. Thanks for y'all stopping by. I'm, I'm, I'm like including more people at once. And uh, I got to warn you, y'all haven't paid for this. So when you're disappointed, you've got nothing to complain about. It sounds like you had a long day today. I did. Sounds like you're busy at work. Oh, man. Just like. Yeah. Um, like you kind of burned well, out a little bit. Yeah. You need to reset. Well, basically. Girl, if you want to. Go all night. We could go all night. You got that red dress on, and you know what? I've worn it in the so past. Right. I, well, I know that was. A I've great had Thursday. some friends appreciate them too. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk was, about them. In the, in that was the an excellent, excellent Saturday morning. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fade that out. But yeah, uh, no, I wanted to make sure. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get that in post. Just, um, yeah, chop that right out there. We're we're gonna get weird. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna talk music. Um, essentially, you know, I don't know how many of these of our shows actually get to go on to the other various places that uh, you can find podcasts because of like what do you call it copyright strike stuff? Because we're always playing somebody else's music. Well, yeah, you know, we could be limited. I don't care because um, it basically we're, we're, we're promoting the this. we're promoting the bands, right? Right, and you know, I'm claiming that uh, free fair use thing because yeah. we're talking we're talking about the music. Well, it's, this this isn't like you know we're just playing the full song and just being quiet. Yeah, well, hold on one second. Live. It's oh, like yeah, what I said. I'm transferring everything into your name, so if anything happens, uh, they're coming after you. Well, so right, and you're, since you're, you're talking about <laughs> since you're talking about them all coming after me um, and you and our show, the uh, <laughs> law offices of Jameson Walker, Statler, and Waldorf have basically uh, set us up with the greatest of all disclosures disclaimers this something this disen disemboweled disenchanted this you know that thing this thing man um Um, so basically uh please listen at your own risk these guys are moderately insane the views expressed by the hosts are not necessarily those of rational human beings all shows are purely researched and presented by idiots that you and me any semblance yeah. of intelligent thoughts are purely coincidental and should not be considered factual. This program is not endorsed by any committee, team, group, band, organization, or tribe. You can say one thing. It's a disclaimer. Yes, sir. I'm disappointed, Bill. I'm really disappointed. What did I do this time? It's nothing that you did or didn't do. I oh. was looking forward to going to see Dead Can Dance, and it's the oh. only show I wanted to see this year, and they canceled. 
And it's yeah, like, you know what? Forget it. Even if you guys do come back, I'm not. It better be something serious. It better be like and it, and COVID, loose tooth, right? pimples. I don't know, but I'm getting tired of this shit. Well, I know, but, you know, the only way to get you back is to give you some of this real quick. Yeah. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was awful. And I know that that puts a little smile on your heart, and I, I try to make sure I, I say giggle every time. Once more. And and I do appreciate that, and I love your giggle. You're you're, you're sweet and awesome and fun. Um, I, and as much as I'd like to punch you in the nose sometimes, that's oh, what I know. brothers. I do it purposely what, to get under your skin. Yeah, that's what fake brothers do, you know. Um, <laughs> purposely, <laughs> keyword purposely. So oh, yeah. this is so Bill and I have been good friends for a long time. None of us, nothing really bothers us. Where we're too old and, and great for anything to bother us. But sometimes right. when Bill gets like, well, I know that this is the truth. I'm like, our last podcast, we got a little little heated about autism and COVID. But, yeah, just whatever. We're yeah. just talking. Yeah. But, and, you know, I know you're getting under my skin. And then I'm like, <laughs> you know, dude, you, you have no understanding of how logic works. But anyways, it's okay. Um, that's Touché. Said, yeah. Touché. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you know, I read this article. So I know that this... Is and it it's true? never I read this article. It's <laughs> I, I'm, he's, he's starting it again, so. That's pretty good. Anyways, yeah. um, so what else do you got? Um, I got a headache. Yeah, I've got, uh, I had got a day a off. Headache. I had a day off. Well needed day yeah. off. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Well, man. I've been working longer hours. I have to to keep up. I just, I got a lot of my plate at work. So I'm not complaining, not complaining. Just play it. Yeah. Um, I got to stack it higher, I guess, and wider. But um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's been a lot of work at, a lot of work at work. So nothing, nothing yeah. easy. Nothing's, uh, you know, whatever. So well, I'm glad to have a job. And don't you know it, but, you know, this is, this is another one I found for you just because I know this makes you laugh too. It's a great day for America, everybody. Uh, why? Well, because it's a lovely day. It's a great day for America. I miss that guy. I do too. It's a great day. I for miss America, him. Everybody. He was one of the best shows, I think, on air in the last ten years, at least. It is just phenomenal. I wasn't a big fan of Conan. Not to say he's bad. I wasn't a big fan of Kimmel. But I was a big fan of him. I've always loved Carson. I always loved uh, Letterman. Those are probably my yeah. three favorite: Carson, Letterman, and and Ferguson. Well, you know, and I knew because you texted me earlier today that the show was canceled. I knew I'd have to pull out a couple of things that I know would make you smile. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, you think I don't think of you. You think I'm a podcast bully, but, you know. Yeah, well, I'm going to call you something. El Carpe works. Yeah, bulldozer. (laughs) I'll take that. That that I'll take because I do that a lot. Um, Yeah, Um, hey, do me a favor real quick if you can. Does it involve me dressing up as Little Bo Peep? Nope, uh, but you gotta okay, wear a dress. Um, Give me a throw a good song in. I, you know, I listen. I I don't even know that much about Dead Can Dance, but um, maybe there's some stuff by Lisa Gerard, which is the lead singer, one of the singers for. Um, you remember that one piano? What the, I can't remember the name of the song. She was doing it. Remember, I played it for you. I think I did anyways. She was doing some solo stuff. Put put something in that highlights her her um her voice. Just play a little clip of it and then. This was the band that Bill and I were supposed to go see. We had, yeah. huh, we had like we're pretty much up against the stage seats. Uh, been waiting for this band forever. They postponed twice and now they canceled. But it must be something serious. Oh well, this is the this is the famous one. Yeah, is that uh, 
Seraphim. Yeah. She's got a real haunting voice. Yeah, she's um, from Australia, I believe, and sings um, classic Middle Eastern. I have Something. to, I have to, I have to read her. Yeah, I, I used to know a lot, but um, I something like that it, it it's completely eclectic this yeah, would have been a great yeah. show from everything i've heard yeah yeah you know and i've got i think one of their albums somewhere yeah i'm sure i've got maybe one too probably the one that has this song on it yeah this is host of seraphim yeah and she does some solo work she does some solo work with a pianist and i can't remember his name but it's incredible well he's um, the other guy from dead can dance um, no, there's another guy out there. Remember, there's a guy from like Hungary or I don't know Bulgaria. Remember, I played it for you, I think. Yeah, I remember. Um, about he that plays guy. the piano along with her, and yeah. she plays. She sings kind of the same style with his his piano behind her. And just incredible. Yeah, this girl's got pipes. So if you guys like this stuff, yeah, she's a little. She's she's an older woman, uh, classically trained. Um, you know, if you're looking to kind of expand, talk about carving mm. a niche for yourself, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, she really. There's nothing else out there like this. No, that no. would get any airplay whatsoever. Mm -mm. And Dead Can Dance at one point did. They were getting some airplay. Yeah, yeah. Um, or at least people talking about. It's amazing. I can't remember. Her, yeah, like you said, yeah. Her, her voice is haunting. It's it's. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna fade that out for you. Yeah. Anyway, so if you guys if you guys like that, Dead can dance check out Dead Can Dance. See. Yeah. She better, she, you know, I don't want anything bad to happen to her, but she better have got laryngitis or something. Something. I'm gonna keep my eye. I'm gonna we'll go back. I guess if you know, I've got some uh, medical bills to pay, so I guess the money won't will yeah. help me. But um, yeah, if she comes back, I'll we'll, we'll have to set up. Go see her again. Yeah. Well, and you know, I'll be happy to go. Um, so I was looking up some stuff about, uh, the new romantics and I thought I knew some stuff and this is, again, like I was saying, it's the, I had something opened up and now I got rid of it. Um, but basically, uh, bands from London and Birmingham and it was in the late seventies, early eighties. Bands like hmm. Culture Club with Boy George, Duran Duran, yeah. Spandau Ballet. Um, do you, have you heard anything by Visage? Mm, don't think so. That's a good one. There's um, vaguely sounds familiar, but yeah, there's I'm something really sure. good here. Um, I'm gonna find this over here because there's there's a couple of it's uh, Fade to Gray was the one. Metallica? Oh no, it's Fade to Black. No, yeah. Sorry. Um, I don't think no. Metallica was a romantic. And Visage was like this guy wanted to have a band and he was a bartender or something. There's, I heard some kind of story about this as I was, because I had listened to a couple of different uh, things over the past couple of weeks about the new romantics. Yeah. And the guy who started this band was just like, I want to be a lead singer of a band. And he was running a bar or something or a doorman at a bar with where all these other like Bowie type bands were showing up. Right. And just said, um, we're doing it. And it's found some well, chicky to sing a, for him. What gives them a designation of new romantics? Well, it Is was it just the style. 
it was this like style and where they came from and where oh. they played. They were playing in it's like London and Birmingham, where it's really, yeah. I don't know, maybe I don't know, eight, ten miles apart. I don't even know, but um, they like simultaneously this type of music. Just these bands just started showing up, like you know, Human League and uh, oh yeah, yeah, Adam and the Ants, Roxy Music, Depeche Mode is considered. Um, Flock of Seagulls, Japan, you know, all these oh, different, yeah. you know, well, and Boy George kind of is like sort of the center of it because it's all this art stuff, artsy fartsy, um, androgynous, just singing songs about things people wanted to know about. Right, hear, right. It's, you know, love song stuff, but it's just completely a. a well, started Cure. off as almost androgynous. Yeah, the Cure is Boy George, too, right? Well, I don't think they're considered part of the new romantics. Because hmm. the Cure didn't really, until later, start singing about love, lovey-dovey stuff. Yeah, they were kind of a mix. They were dark, but yet they were, had their poppy dark. Well, know? but you're talking about the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, let's see. The Cure. Um, what was the first one? Well, Faith, 17 Seconds, and Pornography were two, three, and four, their albums. Number two, three, and four. And those were nothing like anything that you heard, like Head on the Door. Right. Um, you know, that Boys Don't Cry song. You know, Head on the Door is the one that's in between days. Uh, this one, you know, and close to me. You know, this is from Head on the sure. Door. This is 85, 86. I had all, I was not planning on talking about the cure, but you got me going and whatever. Um, and apparently I'm trying to prove a point that this is not necessarily um, the same thing you just heard, which was that visage fade to gray, which is like an exemplification of the new romantics type stuff. Right, right. Whereas, um, somebody like the teardrop explodes like this so that was the cure this is more um along the lines of the new romantics type stuff and this is uh like i said the band's the teardrop explodes for some reason i think this album was from like 81 or 82 um and you know, I, it's hard to nail down any particular list of exactly who was on considered the new romantics. There's a top ten lists here and there and different stuff like that. People talking about it. And, you know, Visage and Flock of Seagulls, Ultravox, Japan, Roxy Music, they all end up on that list. Right, Duran right. Duran Duran and Boy George. But there's all these other ones that were around the same time are influenced um you know things like uh oh, i just saw them blamage remember them yeah 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 they're... i remember the name I, you'd have to play yeah. them. I, I can see the name though don't ask me where but i can see the name as clear as day right so that's poppies in the field and that there's something else oh wait let me there's a part of this song that it gets i love this dude's voice and yeah, for some reason, yeah. I think this is Julian Cope. Remember the, you know the, the. I know that I know Julian Cope. Hold on. 
It is. It, lyricist. The lyrics, Julian Cope. Well, okay. Um, and he was in a couple other things. That's why I liked it. Because I heard this, I'm like, this is good stuff. But Julian Cope was in a couple other bands that, like, oh, yeah. And then he did uh, some solo stuff. Um, I forgot he was in this one. No wonder I like this voice. Yeah. Uh, I, I this don't is know. The, yeah, this is the one that you might know by the Teardrop Explodes. And again, it's... Um, And this is like so no, simple. Yeah. His voice sounds very familiar, though. Yeah. What um, was his band? Julian Cope was in what band? Well, this is the Teardrop Explodes. He's in this. Oh. Yeah. Now you're gonna make me look it up. And I've got yeah. like, I've got a Julian Cope solo CD, and I got something else he was in. Why? Why does he sound so familiar? Uh, he's like. Unearthly famous. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm looking right here. I swear to God, he was in another band other than the Teardrop Explodes. Oh, he was in a number of bands. Um, he, let's see. So hard for me to read these days. Yeah, I'm half work. blind myself. Oh, he was in a band that eventually formed uh, Echo and the Bunnymen. <laughs> After Is that what it was? Him. No, it was it was enough in 1977's uh, The Crucial Three. Uh, little more than six weeks disbanded without even playing in public. All the members eventually, all three members eventually went on to lead successful Liverpool post-punk bands. Ian McCullough went on to Echo and the Bunnemen, Paul Wiley with the Mighty Wah, and then Julian Cope, uh, Shell of Madness, da -da -da, Nova Mob. I swear to God, there was something. But he probably, it looks here like he did some stuff with um, Echo and the Bunnemen. Early on, yeah, he's just got a real familiar mm. sounding voice. World, shut I know your the mouth. name. I don't, I don't know what you know. Remember the song "World, Shut Your Mouth"? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's Julian Cope. Maybe, maybe that's why I know. Nineteen eighty-three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Peggy suicide. Huh. Anyway, you must have had some other like kind of one-hit wonder type stuff. He, I he certainly know his voice. Heavily involved in a lot of things. And this is just pulling yeah. off the crap off of um, Wicca's Stinkia. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know... Pick my Wikia. Wikipedia is a great start to get your brain thinking, but it's yeah, not yeah. the end-all, be-all. Yeah. But this is... That was from The Teardrop Explodes, When I Dream. And again, that's Julian Cope as the singer. Um, and in my mind, I consider him that band as part of the, the new romantics movement. Yeah. Um, and another one, this well, one you might, you might not recognize. It, he's been band. going on Go from on. 84 to 2020. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, 77 even. Yeah. He was doing shit in earlier, but you know, um, this is a, band, a song is called in the cauldron of love. And this is the song that turned me on to this band. 
Oh, dear God. Hey, you want a dog? Uh, not right now, but... I mean, I I could get you one. I, could, I, I know could. where it is. Yeah. Um, so they've got this thing, this band has these slow starts and then it just starts kicking. Um, hmm. And I, when I play the next song, so let me get up ahead here. It starts going crazy. So by the time this is two minutes in the song and I just love the, the raspy. That raspy in his voice. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm just saying, like, I, I know the voice from something. Like some, I mean, maybe I'm confusing it with something else, but there's somebody else. No, but you're not. Very similar, yeah. Um, I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to skip that you know, one. I'm going to start I know. this one. And you're going to go, think. oh, yeah. This one you know right here. I faded that out nicely. You like it? Oh yeah, I know this one, sure. Yeah. This is the this is the one that made him famous. But that yeah, Calder yeah. Love is the one that made me like him. Right, right. Um and it's the icicle works. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um and it's again it you this know this is, is a, a song I was thinking of, but I didn't know it was Julian Coke. Yeah, this is a great funky driving beat. Birds like, fly, whisper to a I screen. was just thinking, yeah, I'm like What's that been? I can hear the I can hear the song in my head, but I can't sing it yet. Right. And I'm like, I know the person, I know the I know the name, but I couldn't place the song exactly. This is what I'm thinking. Right. Yeah. But it's that voice. Yeah. You know what this reminds me of? At least the style and like you know what I'm talking about, but the style, nothing gets old, it's quality. You could, yeah. you could turn this on twenty years and say, you know what, I love this song. Is yeah, is the well, Smiths the church? No, the Smiths. Oh, was gonna, the Smiths. The, well, the Smiths yeah. is a given. No, the, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> God, it's old age is killing me. Um, Johnny Marr. Oh yeah, I kind of reminds me of Johnny Marr's style. Just the mm. style, like you know, this is something that just doesn't get old. Mm -hmm. It's not overproduced like we've talked about before. Right. It's not you know too thick. Not too many instruments, just a good quality. Like you, you can, can put listen. this song in a advertisement, in a movie, in your you know stereo, in your whatever, and listen to it all the time. Driving to work, yeah. yeah. Just one of those songs, um, you know. It's a good, good but yeah, beat. you're right. It's it's not crazy complex, but it's just just enough to keep your interest. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh wait, and then you can hear all the instruments. Yeah. If you open your yeah. ears a little bit, you can hear it all. Yep. You know, and he was doing a cool thing with the drums, a little clackety clackety thing. I don't know if it was a like a diffused cowbell or something. But I mean, there's all sorts of cool stuff in here. Um, says, I don't know. I really like these guys. Cope fell out with Calamon. The two car garage band disintegrated as Eller joined the the. This looks like somebody from. It's funny how they're all interconnected. I, I would love to see like a family tree of 80s music musicians and how they evolve through the years of different bands they've played with. And, well, I keep know. telling you, remember uh, Shriekback? Do you think we could put that together? <laughs> well, I, I've been be wanting to. the undertaking. I, I finally found my CD of Shriekback. Yeah. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fade this out here in a second. 
Um, shrink back. Let's see. Probably Nemesis will be a good one. Like, could you put that on a T-shirt? Can we make money on that? Like a family uh, tree family, of the family, family tree of, tree of the eighties. Yeah. Um, it, we could. I'd have to. I get my kid to do the artwork. Yeah. Um, but you remember this band, Shrink Back? Yeah, I, I don't know too much about them, but I, I've heard yeah. them. But you've heard this song. Once he kicks in to start singing. So the band Shriekback was like two guys originally. And they used like a series of different studio band people. And it, it's just the craziest. So I bought this album in like 86 or 87. And it had like... A, a genealogy on it of all the right. different guys that had played in Shriekback from like 82 to 88 or whenever I bought the CD. Um, and people like Julian Cope and, you know, came in and did a, a riff for, you know, one song here and, you know, all these different things. And it's, it's a who's who of British bands. It's right, like, oh my right. gosh, that guitarist was doing that? Or, or yeah, that guy? Yeah. And I, I'm going to have to find that. And it's, it's, you, you piqued my interest. Now I really want to do this. God yeah. damn it. You're giving me an assignment. I know. That's a tough assignment, uh, too. That's not easy. That yeah, might be a little painstaking. But it'd be good research for you. Yeah, great. Thanks. <laughs> Just what I need. Just what I need from you when I needed to hear this. You know, I think... Well, that could be tough because there could be a lot of in-betweeners too, meaning like you might know that Julian Cope played with whatever and then he went right. and played with whoever, but maybe there was two steps in between and maybe those two those two bands had somebody that went off to somewhere else that, you know, it's like... Oh, yeah, exactly. Where, exactly. where it's, does it stop? It's then who's the, who's the grandparents? Who's the... Yeah, and it's, there's a lot of tracing the genealogy, but if I can... Yeah. Keep, like, okay, so... It's it's the damned and yeah. shriek back, and there's there's got to be I know there's probably a link between those you know it's, right. it's the old it's the old uh, six degrees of separation. You almost got to find all the bands, get all the musicians from the bands, mm -hmm. and then when they had their first album, and then start linking them all together. See how many links yeah. you can connect. So really, what I need to do is um, develop my own. IMDb for music musicians, right? And then do my own six degrees of separation for that. So yeah. are you gonna, you gonna, you know how to write code, right? Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's I'll, I'll second, get you right on that. That's my second language, right? Because you know why <laughs> wouldn't it be? All right. Um, um, that could be. You know what? I mean, that'd be pretty. I, I've I've never looked for it, but I don't know if it's out there. But certainly if you created a poster, I think it'd be cool if you had a poster of all the bands and how the different musicians are linked together. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think that'd be pretty cool. And yeah, you'd, I'd, I'd have to, I mean, I would have to limit it time-wise, you know, from, yeah, I mean, you would do from like, like 77 to 88. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That brief 10-year period. And I would limit Yeah, I think you'd probably, probably want to start like yeah, 88 to 90, to, somewhere in there. I would, you know, I would 89, definitely, maybe 89. Yeah, I would limit 80s. it to like British bands, probably. 
Yeah. Because that yeah. London era from 77 through 83 was just crazy. You should get a big whiteboard or a big, I don't know what you could get. Maybe just a big sheet with a Sharpie. Buy yourself a or, bed sheet. Hang it in the basement. And Sharpie marker. Excel spreadsheet so I can type, oh, gosh, cut, and paste, yeah. and move. Because, oh, man. No, great. Thanks a lot. <laughs> now I have a new assignment. So this is That'd the, be interesting, the uncertain smile. And, you know, I always have to go back to this. When my brain defaults to stupid, this is my restart. So I've heard this question asked a lot of times. If you could only listen to one song or one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? You know, it's I'm going to tell you, I'll get you in the ballpark. It's going to be an REM REM album, Um, whether it's, yeah, whether it's Document or, um, God, I I don't know. Not Reckoning? Yeah, I was going to say Reckoning might be there and also – uh, Life Switch Pageant, that's another good one. It's a tough one. Document, Life Switch Pageant, Reckoning would probably be a toss-up, yeah. a toss-up, because, like I said, it's, it's, they're one of the bands that, and like I said, I love R.E.M. I, I didn't like all their stuff, but, and I've only seen them one time, they're my favorite band, but um, I'll take their old stuff any day over their more recent stuff. Right. You know, Shiny Happy People, that time, can just be crossed yeah. off the list. Yeah. <laughs> well, know. you know, but I get it, um, you know. You know, for me, it it comes down to the the soul mining is always my first go to. Right. Um, and then, you know, the more I think about it, like the Cure, Faith, um, mm-hmm. probably a Love and Rockets album. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not Express. Uh, maybe Seventh Dream of the Teenage Heaven. That one's hmm. got. Only, it's only got nine or ten songs on it, but they're all like eight minutes long. Right, right. Um, it, or just phenomenally good, well-done songs. I mean, this is, uh, let's see. If I do love, oh, since I'm doing Love and Rockets here just for a second. Because, you know, So Alive and Ball of Confusion, those are great ones. But um, this one is. Do you, do you think it's the era and our age, or do you think it's the music? that has stuck with us. Well, see, In other words, there's, another, there's, that, there's people that talk about 80s music and there's just nothing replaces it. And there's, you know, there's music from like, you know, the 20s and 30s, blues music that you can't replace. Right. But if I look back of all the music that I've listened to, including like the 50s and 60s, right? you know, I keep going, I mean, I get it. It's probably when you grew up, you know. Well, and I think but, a lot of it has to do is, you know, that was our, our time of teenagers. When, when yeah. you and I were teenagers, that was, that was our time as we're, you know, that's like a defining growing yeah. moment for all of us. Yeah. And I'm sure there's kids from, you know, whose defining moments were went from 2000 to 2010. That's like when you first saw your, your first boob and you're like, Oh my gosh, ah, is that a boob? Like, what? that's just like the one I got, but bigger. Right, and that would work. <laughs> yeah. So I got, what I am I doing f- walking around? I'm walking I around funny, with these milk duds. Yeah. I got a funny story. I, um, well, so I had to go do some stuff today for – I can't really mention any names, but I had to go do some stuff in Plymouth yeah. today with a group okay. of people that I've been involved with for a while. I don't want to kind of throw out names so you out did, there. you did the things for the stuff with the deal. Go on. 
Exactly. The details so are important. You were out doing. I something. kept looking over. Yeah, I'm in this park, and I kept looking over, and I'm like, "God, is that my buddy Greg?" And I'm like, I kept looking, I kept looking, and I'm like, "God, it looks like him." You know, you turn fifty, your eyesight goes, you can't hear shit. You know, your what? nuts are itch all the time, and exactly. I'm like, you don't know, you don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. And right. um, I kept looking over and looking over, and so we did our stuff, and I was walking, kind of walking back with uh, some friends of mine. Um, we took some pictures and stuff. And my buddy comes up behind, hey, what are you doing, Eric? And I'm like, ah. So it's my old buddy Greg, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, right. And um, so I started talking to him. He had moved away, lived in Plymouth area. And then, um, I again, I'm losing my – oh, it's, so I am. I had to go drop off one of those big, huge checks, you know? You know those big, huge checks when you raise money? Yeah, like, yeah. Those big, like, exactly. whatever, four-footers, whatever. So I had to go yep. drop off this check at this office, blah, blah, blah. And um, my friend – Kathy calls and I'm like, I called her like three weeks ago and she didn't answer the phone, never called me back. And I'm like, that son of a bitch doesn't fucking call me back. Like, maybe right. I did something wrong. Like, I went, that's not possible. I haven't talked to her in like any year. So I scratched that off the list. So I started talking to her. And, anyways, the point that I'm getting at is oh, going back one? to boobs. Um, oh, yeah, we had this buddy, things. and I can't mention his name because it's a unique name. And if for any right, reason right. anybody were to hear this, they might go, Is that? From That's, is that so and so from from their, that place exactly the the thing, yeah and we went to I think it was probably my second it was it was my second Dave Matthews show and Kathy was one um, this is before she got married she may have like mellowed out now but we're in we're on the line and we're looking for a place to sit we're running a little bit late you know we had some sandwiches and some cocktails out in the parking lot and Kathy's like there's like a a four by four foot spot and we have like a ten by ten foot blanket so Kathy just goes and. Throws our blanket down right in the middle. I'm like, oh, I guess this is where we're sitting. So we're like jamming out to like Dave Matthews. We're looking, hanging out, you know, mm-hmm. talking, having some laughs and stuff. And uh, her and I noticed we're like, our buddy of ours keeps looking over this like direction over here. And I kind of like nudge Kathy. I'm like, do you see what I see? And she's like looking. She's like, yeah. Our buddy keeps looking at this chick. She was in a sundress, okay. apparently with no bra on. And she could see underneath the like and she could, he could see like between the arm like in the armpit it right, looked right. like the boob was gonna pop out if a boob could so go backwards if he was yeah for it right? yeah so the whole thing about this story is i told kathy i'd tell this story because we had some okay. laughs about it earlier but that's the only reason right. i'm telling this story i'm waiting for the funny part <laughs> that was the funny part he was oh, like that was. like you were looking in our 20s or whatever it was and he kept looking over at this chick like for like 20 minutes like what the fuck is he looking at and like and I noticed you could see her boob from like in her armpit. And I'm like, are you, is she is he looking at that? Like, the boob ain't gonna come out in, his, in her armpit. I know it sounds weird and gross, but to me and Kathy and I, it's, it's kind of funny. Bodies are bodies, man. I guess yeah. I had to be well, there. That, yeah, would well, it take up about five minutes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um... <clears throat> feeling better. Good. Sounds like yeah. That. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shook. That's kind of how your joke went. Yeah. <laughs> that story just went, yeah. Yeah. Don't call me Shirley. Sorry about that, guys. Is that Janet? Janet Weno? Janet Reno? Reno? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know what you're talking but no, it was a, it, You had to be there. I just got done talking to my friend Kathy a little while ago, so I said, I'll make sure and bring up a story. That's the only reason why I told it. Other than that, it's pretty funny when you, if you were there. Well, I... You know what? That was that was wonderful. Hello. What's up, Spanky with Beans and Weenie? Pretty good. 
Hey. Good to see you guys. <laughs> Bill's too busy great yakking to introduce y'all. It was bad. It was awful. Was terrible. Hey, boo. 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 And since we played our good friends, uh, Statler and Waldorf, the yeah. le- legal team of Jameson, Walker, Statler, and Waldorf have reminded me that this is now the time in the show that I have to read the disclaimer for the second and final time, which means y'all been listening for a while and we're reminding you to please listen at your own risk. These guys are moderately insane. Their views expressed by the hosts are not necessarily those rational human beings. All shows are purely researched and presented by idiots. That's you and me, Eric. Yep. Any semblance of intelligent thoughts are purely coincidental and should not be considered factual. This program was not endorsed by any committee, team, group, band, organization, or tribe. And that is why we hired the team, Jameson, Walker, Statler, and Waldorf. To make sure that we're... It cost us thousands and thousands of uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. um, Which I don't have any more of. So we might so have to get us. We have, we have to make up our own thing. So we got people showing up, is what you're telling me, right? Yeah, you better get talking. Um, All right, best so, instrumental ever, right here. Right. Uh, Love and Rockets. Well, we were talking about albums that we would keep. You know, like our, like if you could only listen it? to a couple of, I don't know. Here, I'm losing. The, I'm losing track of English. <laughs> Tonight, I, I believe tonight English is a second language to me. Could be. Yeah, you know, I've had worse mornings. So, Spank, Fojo222 has joined us. Spanky's with us. Uh, who else joined us recently that I totally... Ferro Vega. Ferro Vega. Another PBN Jelly. And a WICZ, whatever you are. Oh, yeah. You know about them folks, right, Eric? Yeah. They're all great Great friends of the Scooter. show. I love pastries. Who's they look like famous Spanky? people. The beans All that fine okay, comic what, timing. What is Full that? Full of energy. Dance naked on Thursdays. Most of them are pretty above average lovers from all I've heard. Yeah, and they have great taste who's in Scooter, who's Spanky? Is Scooter and Spanky together? I believe they're two different people. They're not like Siamese twins or anything. They're not like together. Siamese twins. I, mean, I don't know. You said, are they together? I'm like, well, I'm assuming they are lovers. People. That's all right. Hey, whatever floats the boat. I'm in Whatever blows your skirt up, yeah. mister. Whatever frosts right. your flakes. So this is Love and Rockets. The song is Bike Dance. <laughs> no judging. Uh, this is no judgment zone. It's judgment-free zone. Oh, that's we, Planet um, Fitness. That's right. Planet who? Planet Fitness. No, it's a judgment-free zone. There you oh, go. Okay. Send him, send him a T-shirt, Bill. He just said it. It's the first person hey. ever said it. Scooter, you're you're in my heart, Scooter. Scooter, you are our new best. Just friend. Just pour me another. He forgot. Spanky with the beans shit. and weenies, and Scooter with the beans and we've got all sorts of beans and weenies flopping and floating all around us. This is crazy yeah. fun. Um, did you have any songs you wanted me to play for you? Nope. No, you had the podcast tonight. I oh, I just got everything. in. Um, I mean, I can certainly make up something, but I think um, you did pretty well with the new romantics. Um, I, I totally did not yeah. give them enough well, credit or anything. Yeah. But I mean, you know, Bueller. we could do a whole different show on them. Bueller. You know, you well, got, I, yeah, I didn't know about bands. it. So, Bueller. yeah, you're educating yeah. somebody. Well, you know, um, you know about the uh, this band here. So we did. We talked about Icicle Works. Uh, yeah, this one here. There, I'd like, well, I'd like to know that 
I'd like to know the meaning behind some of these. Welcome to Bet and Jeez, where does the word icicle works come from? You know, it's two different words. There's icicles and it works. <sighs> I don't know. This is what I get for pairing up with an underwriter. It's well, either this or it's that. No in between. Icicle works. Never... One word, two words. Who gives a shit? Where does it come from? Is it like, is it the probably the, the guys that... sat together and said, you know. Um, my dad works at the ice factory. <laughs> right. That's what I like to know. I don't know. Is it already like, The way you like asked the question was like movement? what came up with like... the word. It's <laughs> the name of the band is what you're concerned with. Yeah. What's up, Anna? Ooh. Oh, there's a lot of people. I think we should push our podcast back to 9 o'clock. Well, you know, we just don't want to get in the way of the Beans and Weenie show. That's true. I, we the don't way, want, we the want, way yeah. I see it, though, is... is California Suzy Quattro. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's, why does Suzy Quattro sound familiar, Scooter? Um, so this is Japan. Gentlemen take Polaroids. This song f- sound familiar at all to you? It's another one of those new romantics bands. But it's it's all that same similar sound. This has got a lot of visage. Yeah, are you it. guys like Amy Harris band? Susie Quattro. Why? But she, yeah, was she seventies um, soft rock? Like, what do these what do these people listen to anyways? Like you guys Canadian? Um, um, Hmm. No, now Susie Quattro. I'm thinking. Why? Why am I thinking of uh, Michigan female bass player? Hello, Dad. Hello, Mom. Michigan female bass soccer player. bomb hmm. or what's this? Cherry bomb. The devil in me. Is that like um, Kim Deal? Kim Deal from from Ohio. You guys know who Kim Deal is? Fa- uh, famous female bass know, player. I'm, I'm For Susie Bill's gonna come by and yep. See, Scooter knows. Bill's going to come I... by and uh, wax your car if you can guess what band Kim Deal was originally from. 80s band. Am I in this? Or is this other people? Well, you're going to send, yeah, you're going to go wax this guy's oh, car. Oh, because if I guess that I have to wax my own car, that's just not <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. That just doesn't sound right at all. Oh, my favorite band, Scooter. Thank you. One of them. Yeah, there you go. I've seen them like five times. They're awesome. Great. Now, I, now, now i got to. Drive down yeah, to Texas. You gotta go whack scooters, scooters van or, or car, car, or VW or whatever car. Let's hope it's a car. Um, uh, oversized. This van is or... this is Susie Quattro, the Devil in Me. And this is flipping awesome. Yeah. She is not young, um, but she's been around for a long time. I know this. For some, was she in another? I don't. Well, no. I don't know, but I, I looked up a video on the. Remember the Chromatics? Remember the name? The I, Chromatics. I do remember the Chromatics. Yeah, it was like an old punk band, and I saw them over a video of them, a very old, distorted, raw, probably some whatever cheap video camera. Do you uh, think of any of the songs that uh, make sense? <sighs> no, I remember the name. That's it. What's up, Doss? Um. But she had a hot body. She actually looked really attractive when she played in this punk band at CBGB's in in Oh, uh, that makes in, sense. Yeah. In, not Detroit, Manhattan. And that was like when right. punk was big, that's like where everybody went to yeah, get noticed and, yeah. and be noticed. And, yeah. yeah, Susie Quattro rocks the house. That was, that was Susie Quattro, why does that bring up why does that ring a bell? She was in something else. Yeah. Here's here's your chromatics, kill for love. Yeah, I, the guitarist Chicky's pretty not ugly. Juggling? She had a hot body, though. 
Yeah, this is one of their more popular tunes, if I remember correctly. I even, this sounds familiar to me. Oh, Blonde Detroit. Yeah, you know Susie Quattro is from Detroit. Yeah. The Pleasure Seekers. Patty. So, this is your chromatics, Eric. Hmm. I'm waiting for her to belt it out. She's got a... This, yeah, this is totally... I don't even know. There's English is a second language to me today. Petty Quattro? Hmm. I've forgotten all about them. When, when, tell me about these chromatics here, Eric. I don't know anything about them. I, I was just, I remember the name. And then I look, I look them How up. How long have they been I, around? I, they're a band from the 70s and 80s. Uh, let me find out some information on them. Um, oh, she's attractive. She's very attractive. Well, this one um, was filmed in 2010. Oh, yeah, she's probably ugly now, but. Oh, years active. 2001. Huh. Chromatics. Well, CBG was closed this is before 2001. CBG was closed. Crap ass long time ago. Oh, they must, this There's must be like a. Thing. Yeah, so this must be some other really band. This ain't, this yeah. ain't that. I'm not from Portland, Oregon. I don't know, but we're going back to Susie Quattro. Yeah. Um, th- and this is just, this is good driving rock and roll. Uh, so, and this is what we get for planning ahead. Is uh, yeah, a bunch of misinformation. <laughs> oh, exactly. You know, we're just making it up as we go along, and a lot of times we don't know what the hell we're doing. So, mm-hmm. Susie Quattro has been around forever. Um, can the can? That's the one from 1973. I think I found her. Um. Art Quattro Trio, Pleasure Seekers and Cradle, Mickey Mouse, Mike mm-hmm. Chapman and Dreamland Records. She's been around for a while. I'm just scrolling through. There's nothing here that I can actually read because I gotta find my glasses. Um, for some reason, I, I thought she, I thought she was in something else. Did a duet. Oh, Wild Thing. 1986, she did a cover of oh. Wild Thing uh, hmm. with the Trogs. And it came out and it was huge. That's the one I'm thinking of. I'm like, I know that name from somewhere. Thanks, you, Weems and Beanies. Scooter, bounce, babe. Thanks for swinging by. Yeah. Thanks uh, for participating. Yeah. It was uh, like, almost sexy. So, for Bill's going to mail you a hat, a brand new T-shirt that's been washed in his underwear. If you guys could get this in two point three seconds, I, I what will. does CBGB OMFUG stand for? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, um, I don't see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Country bluegrass blues and other music for uplifting 
gormandizers. Kind of funny. So, wait, wait a second. Ask that question again. Yeah, what, what, is it, what does it stand for? Uh, C-B-G-B-O-M-F-U-G. So if you ever see their shirts, that's what it's, it's typically what's on there. It's country bluegrass blues and other music for uplifting gormandizers. I don't know what a gormandizer is. I don't think I ever knew what a gormandizer was. No. It sounds like a disease I don't want to have. I think I had it. Um, so it's fever, yeah, it's a fever and a cough affects your lungs. I could add that. Right. So what's the story on that fever and cough of yours? Um, well, I noticed that, so they told me I have, um, hypoxia. So it's like, you know, get rid of that little bell you have and that'll allow your lungs to expand a little bit further and I'll get rid of your, your lack of oxygen. But I breathe so shallow right. at night. Um, they put me on a CPAP. They put me on a sleep study, but I kept pulling it off my head because it was annoying really? as hell. So, yeah, so that was like inconclusive. But they're like, well, we're going to put you on a CPAP and we're going to plug oxygen in it. So when you sleep at night, enough, you're going to okay. have oxygen. So I sleep better. Um, I still, you know, pull off the headset thingy. It's annoying as shit. Um, but what it. happens is there's, you got to put the distilled water in a little container mm -hmm. and that shit blows down in your throat and your lungs. Yeah. Yep, coughing up all that water later. So I only been wearing it like every other it day because it shouldn't be blowing down. You're, yeah, yeah the, it should. You should not have water in the pipe. Too much, it, too much humidity. They, it runs past. Well, then you got to talk to the doctor guy. They can yeah. adjust that stuff. Um, but it, they keep that humidity in there so it doesn't dry out your throat in the back yeah. of your throat and then dry out your lungs. Yeah, oh, no, I know. I, I've I've actually run without it, the water in it and actually. I feel you better in the morning. Sore throat. throat. Yeah, I, I wake up with a sore throat, but I don't have all that moisture that's trying to get back out of my lungs again. So, well, you also have a problem of you know you swallowed a, a diseased sponge two years yeah. ago. Yeah, stay away from like licking AC units or HVAC coils. Whatever I did, I don't know. Maybe I was loaded. Um. Well, I was going to say sucking on tailpipes, but. Yeah, that's, tried that just too, doesn't sound probably. right. No. So this is the other. This is the Susie Quattro song I was thinking of from 1974, the wild one, and she's she set it up so that Joan Jett could be famous. Seriously. Oh. Yeah, Susie yeah. Quattro was around early 70s, mid 70s, kicking some shit, and huh. um. What's uh, what was Joan Jett's first band with the girls? Yeah, I know we played them already. The ones that sang Cherry. The, yeah, the, the um, Easy Me. The Runaways. The Runaways, yep. The Runaways. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, people like this. We could do a show on Susie Quattro, man. Yeah. Freaking talented as shit. She's probably 14 in this. She looks like a kid from 74. Nice voice, though. Raspy. My kind of favorite thing. Um, All right. So she was a wild one. Wild one? Who was that? <laughs> um, What's up, Leslie? Did a version yeah. of that as well. 
Yeah. Maybe I'm a wild one. Yeah, who is the that? guy from Bauhaus? Really, the lead singer guy? Yeah. Uh, wild one. Real wild child. Iggy Pop. Real wild child. Anyways. Um. Oh, oh Julie. Not. Hold on a second. No. Um, let me go back here. It wasn't Julian Cope. Mm. It was. Mm. Oh, that's me nuts. I guess it is Iggy Pop. Oh, yeah. Joan Jett. It is Iggy Pop. Yeah. Joan Jett did a version of Real Wild Child. Buddy Holly did a version of Real Wild Child. Hell, hmm. I, could do, I could do a show on Real Wild yeah. Child. Oh, uh, blah, blah, blah. Hold on. Um, yeah, Iggy Pops, blah, blah, blah. Is that who wrote it? I doubt Iggy Pop wrote it. Oh, yeah, if what's his face saying it? Probably not. You're right. Yeah. You know this one. I have this album. Oh, okay, here it is. I don't know who the hell he is, but Wild or Real Wild Child is an Australian rock and roll song written by Johnny Greenan. Johnny O'Keefe and Dave Owens. Oh yeah, those guys. Yeah, whoever the hell they are. Mm-hmm. We love you, no, Australia. No, they're world but... famous for writing that song you just told me about. Yeah, yeah. Good old what's his name? We'll take Iggy from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oh yeah. Don't mess with my Iggy. Um. So I don't know. Are you are you through with me yet? I think so. I think we need to regroup. I think we had a long day. I am a little bit. I had a day off, but it felt good because I'm getting like lamb based at work. Um, but it felt good to have a day off. I had to work Saturday though. It sucks. It'll probably be nice and sunny out. Um, let's regroup for Monday. We could do that. Mondays and Thursdays on yeah. our shows. So I'm a real wild. Kathy, child, if you're baby. listening, look us. Put us back up on on Monday. Monday Go Monday. find us, kiddos. Hey, did you like that fade in and out? I did. You're. Uh, I was at Best Buy the other day, and I saw some software called Zoom. But it's not software. It's a soundboard for podcasts uh, only. I, I don't need that. I got a no. mouse. I got, I got two turntables and a microphone. Two turntables and a microphone. There's my boy. Yep, I heard And it. you know something... Yeah. Uh, as we go out of here with uranium clock from six of the sevens, um, I love the fact that you know one out of six times I quote a song, you can get it. Maybe I'm not listening to you. You ever think about that? No, no, I'm certain you're not listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just that. kidding. I listen no, to you not. sometimes. <laughs> no, you don't. I do. I was. Uh, I'm looking up something on my phone. Um. But anyways, okay, yeah, we'll be back on Monday, hopefully with something. Go to our Facebook page and yeah, we got one familiar of with things. the Cure and what was the other band you did? Uh, New Order. New Order. Um, if you're really familiar with them, you like them, and you're familiar with all the other albums, rate them. Put them in an order to yeah. make Bill happy, so we can talk about those I on Monday. Because I know nothing about either one of them. I do, but I don't. Figure it out. I just know them. All right. I think it's about time to say goodnight. Adios, amigos, until uh, Monday it is. And um, 
you got anything for me, you know my number. And thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, whoever's left, if anybody. Both of Spank, you. Scooter, um, Doss, we always love you. That's it. I think that's it, isn't it? Chester and uh, all the other people. Yeah, Chester and Molester. Hang on, right. I will. Here it goes. I'm telling you, it's going right. to happen right now. You ready? What is